Thank you for downloading and happiness. Dare to be happy. We are two curious friends that want to explore what makes us happy. In each episode, we will take a topic in alphabetical order and discuss how it relates to and impacts happiness. We will live the experience of each concept through a dare that we set each other and then talk about how it affected our happiness. As well as diving into psychological theories and evidence which supports or contradicts our personal experiences. In other words, in this show, psychology meets play. I'm Kitty Newman, director of Trapeze Media, a digital marketing agency that leads with social. My company philosophy is based on the importance of play in all our lives and how important it is to be happy at work. I have been obsessed with the circus for a few years, hence the name Trapeze Media, and making time for things like handstands and aerial in amongst the day-to-day challenges that come with running a successful business makes me happy. My name is Claudia Mitura. I'm a work psychologist and learning and development specialist with a purpose to boost happiness in the workplace. I love experimenting and applying scientific research on happiness to my daily ups and downs, or just to prove my other half wrong. I also like to look for happiness in unusual places, so I won't shy away from diving with sharks or starring in a pantomime. Sometimes this gets me in trouble. Kitty, today is episode 5 of our podcast and happiness. Our dare was to approach difficult situation with empathy this week. And in a practice, this meant writing a letter of defense for someone who made us upset in any way. And in the letter, we needed to describe all mitigating circumstances in relation to their upsetting behavior. How did it go for you? I was defending a man who looked at me on my bike, looked at the no cycling sign on the floor, looked back up at me on my bike, gave me evil stares. I wasn't even on the no cycling bit of the of the seafront. I was going to get off my bike. I was getting so slowly to meet a friend. I hadn't even crossed the no cycling line yet. And this man, he looked down at the no cycling and read the whole thing with his head and looked back at me and he said, are you going to get off your bike? And I was like, yes, I am going to get off my bike. And he made me so angry. Then I didn't get off my bike and I rolled very, very slowly over the no cycling sign. And he shouted at me. Anyway, I was so angry at this man. So he's who I defended in my letter of empathy. And it made me laugh so much writing it because this letter goes into what a sad man he is. (laughs) And it goes, oh, well, this man, he's just so sad at home that he has to take his anger out on you. So you should allow him that grace because he's got nowhere else to put this anger because he has nobody that loves him. Kitty, that's not. <laughs> Kitty, that was a serious exercise that's supposed to generate compassion and kindness and understanding. <laughs> I know it didn't work. It didn't work. It for didn't you. work. I think it was so unnecessary. But then, but I have also considered empathy in lots of other ways in my week. 
that the person I chose to write my letter for, I just couldn't understand really why this man would be such a dick. <laughs> but also, I did think about how he's probably got some past trauma by a cyclist going past him and that he's well within his rights to want me to stick within the rules mm. but what about something more simple like he might have had argument with his wife just before he came out to the park and was really upset or he had some bad news delivered about his family and he was just simply upset and he took that upset on you. Now, he didn't have a right to do it. And as you said, he guessed you're going to do something wrong. But maybe empathy is not necessarily fully excusing someone, but just showing that they are maybe some mitigating circumstance. And they are reason why people behave in certain way. And if you would have been in his position and you would have been, as I said, like bad news or something happening in your family that day and there is someone who is about to not follow the rules and the rules are important to you, what would you do? You don't know whether you would have not behaved in a similar way. No, you're right. I guess I, I couldn't put aside myself to consider something that as gentle as that. I went quite into his root core of who he is rather than just what happened that day. Mm. So I think it's empathy and how we behave. It's quite situational. So it could be very specific situation that impacts us, that causes mm. us to behave in certain way. I mean, I really enjoyed it there. I think this was my favorite one so far because it generated lots of compassion and kindness in me in situations where my first instinct was to feel anger. So I feel like this there whole week was helping me to be a little bit more happier. I think I was too angry this week at that man. I wonder why I couldn't put myself aside for him. Mm, and it's also quite interesting, like, why was it making you so angry? He just made the comment or even shouted, but, like, why was it such a big deal for you? I don't know. It really did annoy me. It really got you. Who did you write your defence letter to, then? I wrote my defence letter for my boss, who I had the conversation this week, and unfortunately, due to the COVID crisis, uh, my role will be made redundant. As with many of my other colleagues, we're going through the same journey. And really, I just would like to pause for a moment and give a shout out to all those wonderful, beautiful, skillful people out there who are losing the job because of the COVID. You are amazing and things will get better at some point. And you're not alone. It's just so many, so many various people being affected by the pandemic. When you're receiving such not nice news, I, it's quite easy to concentrate on what you are experiencing. So I wrote a defense letter for my boss to look at the situation from his point of view. And again, trying to understand that it is quite a difficult journey for him. How has it helped you this week or has it not or was it hard? Definitely in the moment was quite hard because as I say, it's so easier to concentrate how you're feeling. But I feel also that the empathy not only benefited hopefully him, the way I approached the conversation, but benefited me and gave me a space and a time to rather than go into maybe negative reaction and negative emotions to still stay very calm and practical in the conversation. I think that puts mine to shame because all this guy did was look at a no cycling sign and I couldn't let go of it. You're a bigger person than me, Claudia. You, 
you lost your job and you could empathise with the man doing it. So that's amazing. <laughs> I couldn't even let the guy go that told me not to cycle when I was actually cycling over a non-cycling sign. <laughs> well, I'm not sure, actually. I think it's because it was such a big situation and also because to some extent... It was one of the options during the furlough process. I feel like I might have been a little bit ready for it and consider it from lots of perspectives. Whereas your situation was really in the heat of the moment. And I think that's even harder to be empathetic when we are not necessarily ready for it. So I would still give, you know, you should give yourself still some credit here. In the moment, I did try to understand where he was coming from because because I could see where he was expecting it to go I could see that he thought I was just going to bomb along the seafront where I wasn't supposed to on my bike but I knew I wasn't so there was a moment where we tried to connect or I tried to take a step back and not get angry but then I lost all of that and got angry (laughs) I think if I'd have been able to, in that moment, just had some empathy considered and connected with him a bit more and understood, maybe even said something like, oh, I I understand that you think I might cycle. I'm about to get off. Maybe if it's like understanding, empathising with his anxiety, vocalising it and communicating it and then diffusing the situation would probably have been better than just feeling frustrated with this person. When I've thought about empathy at work, I think maybe sometimes because you know the person a bit better and you can understand like all of the different contributing factors to their behaviour. So you can actually make up a much clearer understanding of who they are. Yeah, I think you have a great point there. Empathy is this ability to understand and feel the emotional states of other people. And School of Life defines empathy as the quality that enables us to see the world as it looks through other normally very different set of eyes. And I agree with you, if we know more about that person, probably it is a bit easier for us to be empathetic towards them because we can understand their reality and their personality and their circumstances. It might be a bit more trickier, as you're saying, to do it if we have no idea who that person is. Nursing scholar Teresa Wiseman speaks about four attributes of empathy. One is the ability to see the world as others see it, which you were trying to do by saying, okay, he probably assumed that I will do something bad. So it's trying to look at it from the other person point of view. Two is trying to be non-judgmental. This is probably where you struggle a little bit, judging him as a frustrated or judging him as he doesn't have a right to tell you off, etc. But the idea of empathy, we're trying to be non-judgmental. We're trying not to judge the other person's situation and discounts the experiences. Three is to acknowledge another person's feelings. So again, you were trying to do that by acknowledging that, okay, that's what they assume, therefore they feel frustrated and you want to say, yes, I understand that, but this is what I'm going to do. And the fourth one is actually that communication of that understanding. So, you know, you you touching all of those specific elements that 
which are the attributes of empathy. Did you find that you could empathize in the moment of being of this having this conversation with your boss or was it only afterwards that you could do that? No, I have actually managed to empathize during the conversation and I expressed it to him. So for a second I thought, okay, how difficult that must be for him. And then I communicated that to him saying that I appreciate the phone call and I can only imagine how difficult this process is for him. And he really appreciated the fact that I, I've tried to understand what is the journey for him. Wow. I mean, I can actually feel how amazing that is just hearing you say it. Because that's hard. That's a hard thing to do. Not everyone could do that. And I agree. I think in empathy, for, personally for me, the hardest aspect is that communication. I can probably get into other person's shoes quite quickly and I can start try to be non-judgmental and I can acknowledge what people are feeling. But I think the most difficult aspect is communicating it in a right way, in a kind way, in a compassionate way. This week, you, you mentioned at work, the empathy may become a bit easier to you. Have you demonstrated or maybe not demonstrated some of those attributes this week at work? Yes, I find at work I can assume emails coming through in a way that once I take a couple of seconds or a few minutes, maybe even a day, and think about who's sending it and where they're coming from, I will reframe a lot of how I respond. There's an example of a new client who's brought us on board to manage their paid ads on social. And then they've also brought in another digital agency to manage their PPC ads through Google. And my initial reaction was very defensive of like, why would you bring in somebody else? Why would you bring in another agency? But then after considering the fact that they want to test new things, and actually it diffused a lot of stresses by being able to understand like where they were coming from and it actually rationalized the whole thing and made me less defensive and less protective and more um willing to work with them and what they need for their business and take it less personally Mm. and again that idea of looking through their perspective trying to understand their reality have you communicated that understanding back to them yeah I did in the email all of this is on email which I think is much easier for that in the moment stuff so if an email comes through you do have the time to consider it and think about where they're coming from I didn't always used to do that I used to reply quite quickly and that would often not work because I didn't give myself a chance to think about where they were coming from. I agree with you. I think empathy, it's very beneficial also to us. It's, it helps us to diffuse lots of various emotions, as you said. For me, it was very similar. Instead of going into anger, you feel compassion and kindness, even though it might be difficult in the heat of the moment. Research shows that empathy is very beneficial for our relationships. A researcher called Gottman, he was interviewing over 100 couples. And he was measuring how many positive or negative interactions those couples have in their relationship towards each other. 
The positive interactions specifically included empathy, kindness, support. The negative included anger, criticism, undermining. He was able to calculate this ratio that if you are in a very happy, stable relationship, you will have five positive interactions to one negative interaction, as opposed to less than one positive interactions to one negative interactions in unstable relationships. And then he was able to take that ratio and he was able to predict the success of that marriage to the accuracy of over 80%. Woo! Okay, got you. So be nicer to each other. Exactly. So the couples that showed the empathy and all the support, etc., they were having much higher chances of having successful relationship. Yeah, makes sense. And also, um, there have been studies showing that if we are empathetic towards other people, it has a very contagious impact on our broader social network. So if we show people empathy, we will actually be able to affect people we've never met across three degrees of separation which is fabulous so if we are empathetic to someone else they will spread that kindness i love that we need to be kinder to each other how can we help people be more empathetic yeah this was my exactly next question oh <laughs> kitty <laughs> do you think empathy it's a it's a it's a fixed trait or is a choice Oh, it's a choice, 100%. Because there are lots of people that are stubbornly unempathetic. It's a connection thing, isn't it, empathy? To empathise with someone, you're connecting with them and understanding. And the world is full of people that won't, through choice, see anything outside of their own world. And that's sad. So definitely, there is this idea introduced uh, in a book called The War for Kindness by Jamil Zaki. And he speaks about psychological mobilism. He stresses that we can choose where do we sit within our spectrum. Empathy is a spectrum. It's not a fixed point. So you can move in the spectrum up and down. As you already mentioned, there are certain people who maybe choose not to connect with other people and don't look for other perspectives. There will be other people who naturally make that choice every day of trying to be more empathetic, like we've done this week, which means that we were moving on the spectrum. We are moving on the spectrum up towards increased level of empathy. So any suggestions how we can become more empathetic? I think listening to people helps you be empathetic. If I think about how I want to understand other people better and support different groups of people that I would like to support, the first thing I'm doing is listening to what those different groups of people are saying and trying to understand things from their perspective. Mm-hmm, definitely. Also, if you, if you don't do that, you don't have any understanding of where they're from or what they're thinking and where they're head is at so yeah asking questions and listening i think great advice listening skills so important if we want to understand the perspective of other people and i think also that can be nicely paired with being curious we need to be curious of other people and we need to be curious to spend time with people who might be different to us to expand our perspective 
there is a concept of contact theory by Gordon Alport that states that the better we know people we see as outsiders or different to us, the, the less likely we will have any negative feelings towards them. So I think if we want to be more empathetic, it's a good idea to try to spend time or listen to people who have different points of views than ours. Any other suggestions, Kitty? Is there something to be said about your defensiveness? Because the thing I really did feel when I was writing this letter to defend the guy that told me off, I was so defensive of my own position. I couldn't put myself aside to empathise with him because I was just so protective of my own decision-making and my own actions. So is there something about putting your own self aside in order to be empathetic with someone else? Mm. Absolutely. And I think if we do that, then we have a space to maybe look for experiences and things that we have in common with those people. I think the moment we feel frustrated and the moment we have the negative feelings is when we start putting a divide. That's me and that's you and we have nothing in common. But actually, we are going through the same very difficult journey called life. We all having lots of experiences in common, even if we are from completely different backgrounds, because we know how it is to be a human being and deal with so many various complex emotions. And I think if you make that space, you can look for that common experience and connection between the people. And you said you were almost about to do it. You were about to connect with that person. can have a power to keep us grounded because I feel that the moment we start concentrating on what's different between us then we can start feeling better or worse than other people and we can start treating people with arrogance of no no I'm better than you I've done much more than you whatever you're assessing and I just feel like it can really help us to ground us back to life by saying well we are human beings and we are going through various difficult experiences and we're very complex and it's just keeping us in check if you like Mm. yeah it levels out the playing field yeah absolutely and I found this funny quote actually by Michel de Montaigne, one of the most significant philosophers of French Renaissance. Oh la la. And he said, on the highest front in the world, we are seated still upon our asses. <laughs> That's great. And it's followed up by kings and philosophers, shit, and so do ladies. <laughs> nice. I thought that was quite funny and quite like keeping us in check that we are human beings. Any final thoughts on empathy, Kitty? Only that I thought I was good at it and writing my letter of defence made me realise that I'm not as good as I thought. So which aspect are you going to concentrate more on? to develop it further. Understanding where they've come from in the moment and trying to put myself aside, level out the playing field, come at these situations 
with a connectedness to us being the same. Yeah, for me, it's definitely maybe taking that risk of communicating that you are being empathetic, even in situations when it's not easy to say something and trying to show that kindness and compassion. I think that could be really positive. I really think this was my favorite there. I think in in terms of empathy and happiness, I feel like it really generated lots of positive feelings in me. It maybe wasn't easy to get there, but I really definitely feel that my happiness really got a nice kick this week because of this there. Kitty, great adventures with the dares. We spoke about so many various parts of uh, empathy. I think the takeaway message is that empathy is that quality that enables us to see the world as it looks through other normally very different set of eyes. There is so much research that shows empathy can help us to build more meaningful connection and relationships with people around us to build our happiness. We definitely felt much more happier by doing the empathy. And empathy has four specific attributes. Do you remember? Yes, Claudia, I do remember them. There is seeing the world through someone else's eyes, non-judgmental, understand and acknowledge their feelings, and communication. Brilliant. Woohoo! <laughs> and the empathy really can help our happiness. It can help us to build more meaningful connections and relationships with people around us and can help us to feel happier, experience more kindness and compassion. It is definitely a fluid trait that we can develop. We can go up on the empathetic spectrum and it can help us to be more curious towards others, look for the common grounds between people and just remind us that we are all humans. Kitty, next week, for our sixth episode, we're speaking about F for freedom and happiness. Very exciting topic of how much freedom actually do we need to be happy. Claudia, I dare you to do something that you are free to do, but you take for granted. And we'll talk about it next week. Ooh, very nice one. Very nice one. I'll think about this deeply. And whilst I'll be thinking about it and pondering upon this there, Kitty, I would like you to do the same. Yes, I will. I was hoping you'd ask me that. Are you excited about that there then? Yeah, definitely. It'll be a good one to really think about what, how much freedom I have and how much I do actually take it for granted. Yeah, I think it's one of those aspects of our life that we don't appreciate till it's taken away from us. We've experienced that with the lockdown. You never really think about twice of popping out and going to different places and going to the park. And suddenly when there was a limit of where and how and with whom you can go... Mm, suddenly we were really appreciating our freedom but let's not spoil it too much let's let's see everyone at the next episode hopefully you have a happy week and we do dare you to be happy and if you've enjoyed this episode please subscribe and share it with your friends and we will see you next week bye bye